This episode will focus on the recovery rebate credit. Thank you for tuning in to Tax Justice Warriors. Welcome to Tax Justice Warriors, the podcast that celebrates the work of low-income taxpayer clinics, focuses on tax controversy work, and looks at related issues in tax news. I'm your host, William Schmidt, the director of the Low-Income Taxpayer Clinic at Kansas Legal Services. Currently, I am in preparation for what kind of training will occur regarding VITA at the McConnell Air Force Base in Wichita, Kansas. This is part of the Adopt-A-Base program, and I am talking through some of what we will be doing for virtual training. And one of the main items that I was thinking about of what is new for the 2020 tax year is the recovery rebate credit. Now, of course, last year was an extended tax season going into July, ending July 15. And of course, with the pandemic, there were some shutdowns of different tax preparation sites, including the VITA sites. And many people had their accountants or other tax preparers work on their tax returns remotely rather than meeting in person. So certainly there will be some of that happening this tax season. It is certainly tricky to say what other effects will occur this season. Hopefully we will see some positive changes with the coronavirus vaccine being distributed right now. But in thinking about what new tax issues there are, One of the main ones that came to mind for me is the recovery rebate credit. Now, what is this credit? It is based off the economic impact payments that rolled out in 2020. Some people refer to them as stimulus payments. And basically what the credit is based on is whether an individual received an economic impact payment or not that turns to whether they should receive the credit or not on their 2020 tax return. Now, I am not going to go into the details on who is eligible for the credit. Generally, it is similar to who should have received the economic impact payment, but I have not drilled down too much to see if there are differences, but certainly There is the second round of economic impact payments that are rolling out starting this January. And so I don't know if the materials regarding the credit, if everything has been updated or what, but those certainly will need to be distributed correctly before the tax season begins. Now, some basics about the credit are that everyone receiving an economic impact payment should have received a notice 1444 that was explaining how much of the economic impact payment that the individual or the family received, and that should then be reflected on the tax return. Now, in talking to family and friends, I don't think people in the public realized the importance of those notices. They were flyers explaining about the economic impact payment 
and they had a signature by President Donald Trump. And I don't think people thought about those as important forms for the tax season, that they were something that needed to be held on to for the tax preparation for in 2021. So I don't know if people will have a problem with that. Though when I'm looking at the information on the IRS website regarding the credit, it looks like part of the tax preparation of the return this year will begin with whether an individual received the full amount of the payment that they believe they were due. And if they do not believe they received the full amount they are due, then there is a worksheet that the individual or their tax preparer can go through to determine how much of the credit the individual is due. Now, this is certainly, again, based on whether the person is filing as one person, as a joint married couple, and if they have dependents that they are claiming, those will certainly have the impacts on the credit on the tax return. Now, what is the treatment of the credit itself? Well, it starts out as a non-refundable credit that will reduce the amount of tax due by the taxpayer. And if there is an amount of the credit left after the tax is due, then that is a refundable credit that would be paid to the taxpayer. Now, it is my understanding that there are not any defenses regarding the amount of the refundable credit, that if the taxpayer owes a government debt like past due taxes, whether federal or state, child support, student loans, or other past due government debts, then most likely the amount of the credit will be paid over on that government debt. Now, if there is more protection for the credit, I will let you know in a later episode. But as of my understanding, the recovery rebate credit is treated like other refundable credits and subject to the government programs where if a past due amount is due, then the refund will be applied to that. This was why I supported the payments to be distributed in 2020 to as many individuals who are eligible as possible, that now in this next round in 2021, I think there have been some systemic improvements so that more eligible people will receive their payments. But still, I don't think all of those improvements have been made. So again, some eligible people will miss out on the rounds of economic impact payments. Those can potentially be reconciled with the recovery rebate credit. But like I was saying, there are the potentials for the non-refundable portion reducing tax or that the credit would be going to pay a past due government debt. And so while in some ways those will benefit the taxpayer, they do not turn to be cash in hand like 
fully receiving a refundable credit. And so that was why I preferred the economic impact payments going directly to people as those would benefit them during the times of the pandemic. Certainly there are people who are unemployed, who are sick or have family members who have been sick or died. And there was support regarding the prison population who have also been affected by the pandemic, that these are various people who are in need of the economic impact payments. So I certainly support everyone receiving the payments that were eligible to receive them. There has been some work by Nina Olson to try and assist domestic violence victims who were unable to receive their economic impact payments the first round that was distributed. So hopefully there will be improvements for the second round, but it is difficult working in a legal aid environment where you hear about an ex-husband or an abuser who received the full amount of the payments and is not sharing that amount with the wife or girlfriend who should have received their share of the payments. So overall, what I am hoping for is fairness in everyone receiving the payments that they should receive and that there is reconciliation on the tax returns with the recovery rebate credit. While I may not agree with everything in how it is played out for what they receive, I do believe the IRS is trying to be as fair as they are able to in the time they have to distribute payments to the public. So I certainly wanted to let all of you know about the recovery rebate credit and its effect on the tax return and the tax season for these coming months. I hope this has educated you. Thank you for tuning in to Tax Justice Warriors. Thank you for listening to Tax Justice Warriors. We have a Patreon page if you'd like to support this podcast. Providing monetary support for this podcast helps with expenses like equipment or travel to tax conferences. Supporting this podcast through Patreon comes with rewards, so check out our Patreon page. Please rate or review this podcast because positive reviews help get more people to know this podcast exists. The views expressed on this podcast are not official opinions of the IRS, the Low Income Taxpayer Clinic Program, or the employers of the people who spoke on this program. Your tax situation is unique, so do not take the statements on this program as tax or legal advice. Consult with your own tax professional to provide you with specific advice on your situation. Tune in next time on Tax Justice Warriors for another interesting tax discussion.